Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Surge. This week, we will talk about the actual trends in 2020 and what you need to do to differentiate your e-commerce business. Last week, we spoke of the things that you need to review for 2019. Development was a side of that. And then you were going to look at your marketing and all the marketing executions that you have and the different mediums that you're getting traffic and sales from. And then you're going to look at your operations on how you can look at the different possible ways of differentiating yourself from the competition and, and, and really providing incredible value to your customers and your top fans of your products, right? So Joe, when we look at something like this, um, obviously it's, um, we have to be good because it's very hard to make predictions for yeah. the new year. Uh, but we speak to a lot of people. Yeah. We speak to a lot of clients, a lot of prospects. We do a lot of analysis and research ourselves because mm -hmm. we're very in e-commerce. For people out there who don't know, we're not just running Optimum 7. We have our own e-commerce operations that we have. We have our own affiliate relationships that we have where we promote e-commerce products. So, you know, I want to ask you first, where are the trends in 2020? Give me top three things that an e-commerce business that's scaling and growing mm -hmm. needs to seriously pay attention to yeah. in 2020. Um, I would say number one is their brand. We're going to see in 2020 people now starting to emphasize their brand a little bit more and not so much being a reseller, but actually growing and building a brand. So I would say that that's number one. Number two is you need an omni-channel approach, right? So again, we mentioned in our last surge session that you need 26 touch points, right? In order for a customer to engage with your brand to actually purchase from you. So you need to now be on each and every one of these different channels that are out there, Facebook, Instagram, Google Shopping. So you need to pretty much follow them around wherever they're at because you need to be in front of them as much as possible. Uh, and then three will be focusing on your existing customers. How can you nurture them? How can you make them a little bit more excited about your brand, about your site, about your company, so that you can continue to generate revenue from them? Yep. Um, and at the same time, also have them be essentially your, your sales team, yep. right? So focusing on lifetime value, mm -hmm. number three, I'm gonna start with that. This is the reason we're suggesting this. New client acquisition is going to get more and more expensive. The reason being is you have more players now in the marketplace and you have players who are cross-channeling whatever they're offering, right? And this is now, and we've been talking about this for at least six months now, this is now all integrated. It's not just about paid search. It's not just about social. It's not just about an email drip strategy. It's about, you know, branding. When we say branding, again, Joe said this is number one. A lot of people are like, that's so generic, right? But it's not because... If you're not a brand in 2020, you will not make money. So how do you brand yourself? A small business can brand themselves. They go niche and they say, you know, a lot of people do organic dog treats, but we are the best organic dog treats in the United States. That's a niche and that's a brand right there. Okay. And if you go to Amazon, you, go, you type organic dog treats, how many results do you get? You get a ton of those results, right? So how are you going to differentiate yourself? Uh, you know, you can differentiate yourself with the product quality. You can differentiate yourself with the customer relationship or customer satisfaction. You can differentiate yourself with offering the best type of deals when it comes to satisfying your customers. How does Amazon do this? I mean, you know, you sign up for Amazon Prime. Free two-day shipping. Free, free two-day shipping. You get Amazon Video. You yep. get a bunch of other stuff. You can order on Alexa. 
I mean, there are so many value propositions of Amazon for that. And if you remember when they first came out, everybody made fun of them. Everybody was like, well, you know, this is pretty dumb. Why would I pay $100 or 70? I think it was like 70 something dollars. Why would I do that? Well, now we know why people would do that. And that's what they're doing. They are, the new acquisition is difficult. They're increasing their lifetime, their, their, yeah. the lifetime value of their customers. How are you going to do that? So I agree with those top three things. Mm -hmm. But when we look at the trends, again, a, a big trend in 2020 is going to be B2B with e-commerce. Because when you look at research uh, posted by eMarketer and some of the Harvard Review articles as well, you see that B2B e-commerce is going to have the highest level of growth in 2020. Now, the B2C e-commerce already, has already been growing significantly. It will keep growing. But one of the trends is if your business has any B2B implication, you better have uh, quantity pricing, tiered pricing on your website. You better have different customer uh, login levels. And you better be going for terms like wholesale, B2B, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's the norm now. Everybody's looking for products to sell. And uh, retail has not gone anywhere, actually. Retail is pretty, still pretty active. So if you have a product that has B2B capabilities, let's take the organic dog treat as an yeah. example. If you can make the best organic dog treat that dogs love, then it makes sense for you. How many pet shops are there in the United States? How many smaller pet shops are there in the United States? So again, you're opening an entire different channel. You're diversifying your business. Now, if you have organic dog treats mm -hmm. and 75% of your sales come from Amazon, what do you say, Joe? <laughs> you're extremely vulnerable. Vulnerable. How the hell do you sleep at night if over 70% of your revenue comes from Amazon, Walmart, Overstock, eBay, Jet, House? How? I mean, I wouldn't be able to. How are you able to sleep? So... This is what we're talking about. Diversify your business in 2020 while you have the chance, especially if you're running an operation and you're doing yeah. over a few million dollars, because that means you have the cash flow to actually pay attention to it. Don't delay it. And then in addition to what you're saying, if you're a manufacturer and you're only selling B2B, you have to start selling direct to consumer. I know that you might be afraid to piss off some of your, you know, some of resellers. your some, some of your resellers, but you have to. You know, if the tables were turned. They wouldn't care. They would do it. So you have to have the same mentality. You need to start selling direct to consumer. And the reason for this is the following. And I'm going to give you big examples and I'll give you some medium-sized examples as well. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that Apple did the, the Apple stores, right? They could have done what Microsoft did 30 years ago where they had the authorized dealers. So Amazon went that way because they wanted to go direct to consumer. Then Microsoft followed. There's a reason why Tesla owns most of their locations because they want to go direct to consumer. Nike just pulled out of Amazon in the last 30 days. There's a reason they did that. Here is the reason why most people are doing that. Uh, Zara, H&M, they were not making a lot of money from Instagram and Facebook two years ago. They started, you know, Instagram came with the shoppable Instagram. Now you have Instagram checkout. So if you have any kind of social product, you have to be on these platforms and you have to be integrated. By the way, only Shopify and BigCommerce integrates it. Integrates with Shoppable Instagram all the way checkout on Instagram. The reason is the following. Relationship with your audience. Okay, If you are going through a reseller, you don't have a relationship with your audience. If you don't have a relationship with your audience, your audience is not loyal to you. If you don't have the direct relationship with your audience, they can buy from anybody that they want. 
So this is going to be a trend in 2020. Not only people are paying attention to their mm -hmm. brand, but they're going to start paying more attention to the relationship with their consumer. Yeah. And not only do you not have that relationship, but you don't have that data, right? You have no customer data whatsoever going through a reseller. So you have no way of possibly retargeting them or reaching out to them to try to increase their customer lifetime value. You know, what are people saying now? Data is going to be the new oil, right? So you need to try to collect as much customer data as possible. In 2020, this is going to be the trend where it's going to be more branding, more and better relationships with your audience and with your customers. And looking at the B2B aspect of things, if you are a B2C company, being the brand also means if you're reselling a bunch of products from other people and if you have the cash flow, you better start developing your own products. Yeah. You better manufacture your own products because right now you cannot sell on Amazon as a reseller, as a new reseller. It's not possible. You got to have your own brand. Yep. So if you're reselling a bunch of furniture, if you're reselling a bunch of gadgets, right, yeah. you better go to China or wherever and you better start doing your own products. Yeah, and you'll see tons of retailers doing the same exact thing. You know, you look at Target, they have their own Target brand. You know, yeah. Publix has their own Publix brand. Yeah. Bass Pro, you know, so the list goes on. Pretty much the way that they look at it is reselling just gives them cash flow to then put into R&D to create their own products. Yep. And then that's where they really make their most money. Yeah. And the last thing that we're going to look at from a trend standpoint, we talked about lifetime value also last week, but very specific for e-commerce only. A lot of people are going to pay attention to increasing their average order volumes on the checkout because the advertisement cost is going to increase. If your cost per click increases and your conversion mm -hmm. rate remains the same or drops due to the competition, because now consumers have more options than ever, your average order volume needs to go up to actually be able to pay for that cost per click. So do whatever you yep. need to do. Advanced search and filters, pre-checkout upsells. Auto reorder. Auto reorders, reorder with one click. Mm -hmm. These functionalities are going to increase your average order volume. Buy one, get one free. Buy two, get one free. You're gonna need these kinds of pre-checkout upsells and different offers to increase the average order volume because that's going to keep you in the game in 2020 when you're spending money. You don't want to increase your advertisement budget significantly, but you want to get the same or increased level of conversions. That's it for this week. If you have any questions, let us know. We'll speak to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website, www.optimum7.com.